Today in the Through Feed, we're sharing a new podcast in the outdoor adventure space that we think you'll love. It's called The Daily Rally, and it's not like other shows. There's no host. Each episode is someone sharing a short story of how they got through a difficult moment in their life and what they learned along the way. Think of it as an antidote to the depressing reports we all hear constantly on news programs. And because The Daily Rally is produced by the editorial team at Outside, every story is connected in one way or another to outdoor adventure. Some episodes feature elite athletes and explorers, but many more feature everyday people whose choice to embrace the natural world helped them rally when they were stuck in their lives. One of the coolest parts about the show is that listeners pick the guests. You can nominate someone who has an inspiring story at outsideonline.com slash daily rally. Today, I'm excited to share a recent episode of The Daily Rally that tells the story of a thru-hiker who took a wild journey on the Appalachian Trail and realized that he could accomplish whatever he dreams up. If you enjoy this piece, you can follow The Daily Rally wherever you get your podcasts. Within 10 days of having the idea to thru-hike the Appalachian Trail, I was on a bus headed towards Maine from Philadelphia for my very first backpacking trip in winter. And (laughs) I had spent that 10 days only thinking about what gear I needed to survive. I didn't even one time think about what the experience was actually going to be like. I had no experience with dealing with winter at all. I walked into this backwards blindfolded with my pants down. From Outside Magazine, This is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a military veteran discovers what he's really made of out on the trail. After this. My full name is Thomas Christian Gathman. And man, I'm just a fun haver. I'm a beard grower. I'm a former active duty Marine Scout sniper. I am a motivator, a perseverer. And quite frankly, if it's crazy, I want to be a part of it. I want to do it and and have as much fun as humanly possible. When I was three, my mom had had to have me on on a harness and tether. That's the level I was getting after it at an early age. The through hiking world knows me as Jabba, like the hut. The internet world knows me as the real hiking Viking who has spent the last decade of my life backpacking to the tune of 25,000 miles, give or take a a few miles here or there, of long distance trails in the U.S. and beyond. When I got out of the Marine Corps in 2010, I just started going to school right away because I didn't know what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be. In 2012, I went down to Appalachian Trail Days in Damascus, Virginia, and I'm seeing these crusty, disgusting, filthy, dirty through hikers. And my brain was like, I want to do that. <laughs> like, it, this was never an intent for me to become a professional long distance endurance athlete. But I realized that, man, I was happy with nothing but what was on my back. I was just so hungry for it. I just wanted to, just wanted to do it all. And so that that third year of through hiking, I had just hiked at like four or five thousand miles. And October came around, it was Thanksgiving, and I was home with my family back in Pennsylvania. And I'm sitting there stuffing my face, 
And I'm like, like, what the hell am I going to do this winter? Maybe it's time to level up. My brain said, hey, I wonder what it would be like to through hike the Appalachian Trail southbound in winter. And I had never been winter backpacking. I'd never done even a, an overnight winter camping before. So there I was, December 4th, starting my Appalachian Trail through hike. I'm scared of the Alpine Mountains, Southern Maine, and in and New Hampshire, the White Mountains, the Presidential Range, Mount Washington. I mean, you hear about people dying. You hear about people dying in the White Mountains on day hikes. And that's the number one scary thing about winter anything is your core temperature dropping because you're soaking wet and you're in sub, not just sub freezing, but sub zero temperatures. I'm breaking trail every day. I'm fording rivers and creeks. I'm wearing crampons. I am wearing rain pants with leggings under them. I'm wearing a rain jacket with three layers of material underneath me, like merino wool, a vapor barrier, merino wool over that, and condensation occurs. And then that condensation freezes, man. Everything gets wet and froze, everything. If your boots are, are holding moisture anywhere in them, they're just ice lockers. They're just literal ice lockers for your feet. And that's bad news, bears. You lose the toes, you know, game over. And life's gonna suck after that. There's no going back from being the moron who just was too bored one winter to go southbound on the AT to losing toes all because he has misplaced energy. Like that's just, that's just gonna be stupid. They're gonna write articles about that forever and I'm never gonna live it down. So I, I gotta, I gotta be smart and I gotta like be super task oriented and I gotta be on the clock with everything. Every second matters. Every minute matters when you're talking about hypothermia or frostbite. And when you're done hiking, you gotta take off all this sopping wet shit in the dark and you gotta quickly put on all the dry shit in your heavy ass pack before you start, you know, <laughs> your core temperature drops to like hypothermic levels and you gotta put all your wet shit, you gotta put it in dry bags and get in that sleeping bag before you freeze your butt off. And then you wake up in the dark and you gotta put it back on soaking wet before it freezes on your body. And then you gotta get moving before you freeze in those wet clothes. <laughs> and, and you also only have eight hours of daylight in the day. You're hiking, you know, half the day in the dark. It's gonna feel like you're never gonna make it. I have all these doubts flooding my brain. I'm spiraling down the rabbit hole, thinking about quitting on day two. And I'm thinking about lying about it. Like what, what lie can I come up with to quit? That's just, it, it's, that's not, that's not, that's not me. Dude, like just take it one step at a time. You don't got to think about Mount Washington right now. All you got to do is think about getting to the next shelter. That's all you got to do. You can't think about the end of the through hike. It's a five month journey. So like thinking about the end, you are losing your ability to get through the day because because the the challenge is, is too insurmountable. So you just have to like break it down into these smaller, much, much smaller increments. And so with each mile is so hard, I'm just thinking about getting to the next place where like I 
either get water or getting the next place where like I eat a bar or getting to the next shelter every day. That's what I did from, from Mount Katahdin to Springer Mountain in Georgia, 2,200 miles. I felt like I beat the crux of winter. Working through the, the deepest, darkest doubts of fear, there's a substitute for, for doing that, for having, for being at your lowest low and, and thinking that you can't, and then persevering through that feeling and actually completing the challenge that you set out to do like it just it just opens up pathways of like if you think it you could do it and i've literally i think that now and i don't just think it now i know it not letting your fears dictate what you are actually capable of of motivating yourself to do you can find yourself realizing experientially that you are capable of whatever you think up Thomas Gathman is a professional walker and biker of outrageously long distances. During the production of this episode, Thomas was nearing the completion of his latest trek, a nearly 6,000-mile-long bikepacking trip. You can follow him on his many adventures on Instagram at The Real Hiking Viking. This story was produced by Patty O'Connell. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.